found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. edition here of the Ken Miller Show. It's a Wednesday here on 1700 KBGG, for that matter, everywhere. Uh, we welcome you to the program as Trent Condon and myself uh, will be with you talking local sports for the next two hours, right up until 2 o'clock as we are each and every day. We appreciate you tuning in and listening. And if you can't listen live, we encourage you to find the podcasts and uh, listen to the show at your convenience or parts of the show, an interview perhaps, uh, at any time. Coming up on the program today, now normally Cappy would be here on a Wednesday. I was going to have Andrew Logan tomorrow, Trent Conn, thought we'd toss a number of things around with Andrew, but we'll flip those guests around. Cappy is, as some of you may know, um, if you're college basketball fans, you may have tuned into a game and saw Cappy or listened to Cappy doing the uh, the analysis of college basketball. He's a former basketball coach. Uh, he does a lot of the mid-majors. Uh, there's very seldom there's a weekend um, in the winter months that Cappy's not on the road doing a game somewhere. And like 450 other ESPN Talent? Want to call him that? Yeah, it's fair, right? Talent? Um, they've all been summoned to Bristol. Now, when the layoff story first broke, that, this was kind of a, uh, one of the paragraphs down that uh, John Skipper, uh, the head of ESPN, is going to get everybody together. They want to go over their social media, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so that's where Cappy is. Jordan Burnfield's there. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Zubin, all the Sports Center talent, is uh, in that meeting. So that's why Cappy won't join us today, but he will be back tomorrow. Uh, he's uh, scheduled to chime on in here tomorrow at 1 o'clock. So Andrew Logue will be here. We'll move him up a day and uh, lots to get to, to with Andrew. Um, a variety of topics will bounce uh, around the world of sports. 1240, Bill Bender will be here. Bill's been active, as he always is, at SportingNews.com covering college football. Uh, he's got five fixes to fix the bowl game, the bowl season, so we'll pick his brain on that and some of the other bowl games uh, with Bill Bender. We asked to have Drake uh, men's basketball coach Nico Medved on, and he's going to join us today at one twenty. Trent, so I'm excited about that. Uh, first opportunity to speak with him, as we've said yesterday. I don't know what you and Jimmy B um, have done a lot of Drake conversation over the last few years, but this will be the first time I've talked Drake since Keno Davis. No, Peralt and I had um, Phelps on once, and then he blew us off and... That was it. <laughs> he didn't think he needed to do the. Uh, oh yeah, eh, he didn't. You don't have to. I, I think mean, it certainly you, goes a long way. But when you come from a basketball power like Arizona State. I mean, you run right the MVC and drink basketball. Yes, maybe not. No, that didn't work out that way. So, but anyways, looking forward to talking to uh, Coach Medved. Uh, as I mentioned, the um, the Mon- I, was, I was entertained as you know what watching the game on Monday night as they they were they didn't flinch and I give them a lot of credit for that Trent they were up they were what a 20 what was the number do you remember 19 and a half 19 and a half yeah. so a 20 point dog and yeah. um lost by a point we're up till I think Minnesota got their first lead in the game with 9 minutes left in the second half somewhere around there mm-hmm. Drake didn't go away kept no. you know they Minnesota opened up a 4 point lead maybe a 6 point lead and here come the doggies playing well uh playing with a little bit of passion and I appreciate that as they get set to head to the Big Four Classic to take on the Hawks on Saturday. So, what can Drake basketball be? Of, of course, the 2008 season. I mean, Lightning it, in a bottle is what it yes, was, Yes, right? it's unthinkable to have something like that that mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. 
Iowa and Iowa State were having bad Way seasons. down. You and I was down from mm-hmm. what they'd been the couple seasons before. So it was just, it was a confluence of events that all came together. And not only that, not just that they were good, but they were beating Creighton and they were beating you know, Wichita and they were beating you and I and mm-hmm. they were beating you know, the programs of the MVC of the time. It's just not likely to see something quite like that in one season. But if Nico Medved turns this into a consistent winner and, you know, they're in the top three of the MVC, you know, two, three times over a five-year period, you know, something like that. And they got a shot. You go down to Arch Madness. They sign for that, I think, in a heartbeat. You know, you're you're a three seed. You're going down there, but you have momentum. You 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 don't have to play Thursday. You don't, right. You don't have to play in, as I've dubbed it, the Drake Invitational. That's what it's been. What does that mean here in Des Moines? Great question, because um, I know that they would like to, um, in some respects, become Des Moines' team. I know that they've tried to market themselves a few years ago as why can't, you know, we're Des Moines team. Technically, they are Des Moines team uh, down on Forest Avenue. But look, sure, they're Des Moines team, but the, the market is filled with Iowa and Iowa State alums who will never forego their school to become, to take on, um, you know, become a, become a Drake fan. But if you're a college basketball fan, all of a sudden you become another option out there. And I don't know if there's a number that you can you, you can quantify and say the attendance is going to jump from what would they average, Trent? Would they average thirty five hundred? Yeah, can can you push to, to can you four? push to four? Right, yeah. that that's can you up that number? Can you can you get the Des Moines sports media? Not excited about your program. I don't like to use that word when I'm talking about sports um, and teams and schools. To pay attention, interested, interested, yeah. right? Not excited, interested. Um, can you be gain some relevancy? And I think that what we saw in 2008, I think the answer that year was unequivocally yes. Mm-hmm. But it was so short lived. I yes. mean, boom, the season was over. Kino's off, Kino's, to off, Kino's off to Providence. The Coaching coaching search is on. She would bungle the first one. She would bungle the next one. She would get a lot of advice. There were a lot of people reached out and wanted to at least uh, throw their hat into the ring. And because uh, those people may have reached out and made it public that they were looking to be included in the job search, that essentially eliminated them from the job search. Some really good names. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I politic for one. Um, on, on, On the radio show I was doing at the time. So... Can they beat Des Moines' team? No. No. But they can carve out a niche. Right. A bigger niche. Yes. And a consistent w- winner in you. It's a college market, Trent. It yeah. is. Look at yeah. the Iowa. We've got to get to this at one point. I've been saving this one. Daniel Finney, who writes at the Register, um, you know, I, I read his columns, not not a lot. Some of this just don't flat out interest me. Um, but he did he did one on the Iowa Wolves right around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I think I mentioned it to you to file away for you know a, a, not a slow day, but some day later on, he did a piece on the Wolves and the attendance that day, and I don't have the exact number. It was seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred. That was the announced attendance. Tickets sold. Tickets sold and Se- given away. Right at Wells Fargo Arena, seventeen hundred. Yeah. yeah. You know how bad that had to have looked. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just had to look. I mean, that's, that's atrocious. That's embarrassing. Why bother? Right? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, why bother? Well, you got the NBA backing now. 
that certainly helps. Well, of course, but you know, just I'm, I'm guessing they work very hard over there in the yeah. Iowa Wolves office. I mean, I, I've never met any of them. Have you ever talked to any of them? No, 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 nor have I. No, um, but can Drake see that number a consistent? You know, it's too bad their schedule too. That uh, you know that they could maybe get off mm-hmm. of an Iowa and Iowa State Saturday because you know that they're both going to play on Saturdays for yeah. the most part. Although, remember a couple of years ago the Hawks seemed to play every Sunday. Well, remember that? That was terrible. awful. Step, awful. No, awful schedule. Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'd like to. I'd like to think that he can at least get the arrow pointed it uh, pointed up because it hasn't yeah. been. And it's a good job in a few respects. It's more difficult, I think, than people maybe around here realize. But if you find the right kids, get the right guys in here, you and I is a perfect example. It's very difficult to recruit to Cedar Falls, Iowa. I would think it would be easier to recruit to Des Moines, Iowa, you, right? You would, you would think so. Now, academic standards are a piece. But you go through and look at some of the players that have come through, you and I. I I've talked to a lot of them. As you know, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. up there. I, I can think of very, very few over the last 12 years that probably couldn't have got in a trade. Probably couldn't have got... Yeah, on one hand, I think I could count, and maybe a couple fingers. I mean, so we're not talking about the standards or the, what's keeping Drake down. Right, That's, right. It's an easy excuse. Yeah, Kanaski used it a lot. I remember yeah. that. Kanaski, um, I, I don't know if he used it as a crush, but he made it pretty aware that, you know, that they, they weren't playing, they weren't running the same race as everybody else. And right? Jack Aletti, he was allowed to get junior college guys in mm-hmm. here. You have to work a little bit harder at Drake, mm-hmm. but it can be done. Yeah. You're recruiting to... New practice facility, mm-hmm. decent MVC building in the Nap Center. Yeah. Not great, but decent. It's fine. Decent sized market. There's lots to do in Des Moines for a college well, kid. And 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 look around compared to other markets, normal Illinois. Yeah, know. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Peoria. Terry Holt. No. Places it. That's a bad talent. That's yeah, like, I've been by it. I've never been to it. I've been by it. Uh, that that was good enough for me. Yes. Yeah, so. You have a good, you have good things to sell here, and well, Nico seems to be the right guy. Well, at least so far, so far. Initially. I mean, we're seeing some passion. These kids seem to be playing yeah. hard, and I'm not sure that that can look. Um, I, again, to be fair, I didn't see a lot of Drake basketball over the last couple of years. Uh, I look forward to um, uh, to talking to Coach Medved at one twenty. The other story, and it's kind of local because there are four local NFL teams, uh, and one of them gets the quarterback back. Now, I don't know if it's too late in the Packers season for. Uh, for the Packers to find their way into the playoffs, the the good news is is they've got. Where do you put Aaron Rodgers? Is, is he the best quarterback in the league? He's in the conversation. He's he's certainly in the conversation with the Brady and with the Roethlisberger uh, and, and some of the other you know upper echelon quarterbacks in the NFL. He's part of that. He's part of that group, mm-hmm. and he's back now. To what extent? I mean, he's coming off the shoulder. They can't officially activate him till Friday, but uh, all indications are Aaron Rodgers is going to play against Carolina and that Carolina defense. Saw what they did when the Vikings offensive line took. The three blows that they did, Remmers, Reef, and uh, Elfline. I struggle with his name. Elfline. Yeah, Pat Elfline. Um, he never even started. Uh, Remmers didn't start, but it was a patchwork offensive line, and the Panthers, they just pinned their ears back, mm-hmm. and they came after Case Keenum. Well, the, the Packers offensive line, with the exception you pointed out yesterday, you're 100% right. Left tackle David Bakhtiari, who was a star. Um, this, is, this will never be confused with one of the better offensive line groups. In the NFL. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers coming off a shoulder injury. I hope he's well because the Panthers are going to find out. In, ears pinned back, like you said, they were doing a week ago. And that offensive line. And, and I think we've seen this Packers team, how important Aaron Rodgers is. 
not just because Brett Hundley proved not to be very good, but you couple it with this roster. But he won two holes. games at the end, and I he, get one was the Browns. Was Browns. And, and uh, had, they had to go to overtime, right? To beat Tampa, yeah. yeah, beat Tampa Bay the week before. Two not very good teams. Right, and they beat the Bears. Beat the Bears. Is another yeah, not, not very good, good team. team. <laughs> yeah. Lost to the Steelers, Ravens, and Lions. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Makes a little more sense. It does. You kind yeah. of go through that way. They still need help, though. It's not just winning three, which in itself, winning these three games is difficult. But it's not just winning three games. Because you're convinced 10-6 and six is not a lock. Not a in. lock. Could, but not a lock. Yeah. Now, the good thing is the NFC South, they're still playing each other a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. The NFL schedule... Set up pretty nicely, in mm-hmm. fact, where we get to see a lot of these with good teams going up against each other at the end. But 10-6, and six, if you don't have the right tiebreakers, and there's plenty that don't point the Green Bay Packers way right now, 10-6 and six and you're sitting at home. Aaron Rodgers, they lose, though. What Shut them back do? down. Yeah, and you know what, Trent? Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because if I get to wave my magic wand, I just want them to win this week. Yeah. So yeah. that next Saturday night, the 23rd yeah. of, of December, when the Vikings pay a visit to Lambeau, A, Rodgers will be playing because be- it's better. NFL is better when your stars are playing, and he's clearly got star power. Uh, so I, I would like to see them the full compliments so the Vikings go into Lambeau Field and pick them off and maybe clinch. Great. It'd be great. It would be. It yeah. would be fun. Or if, 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 the, if, the, if the Vikings, if the Packers somehow find a way to run the table and all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're sitting here with, quote, three of the local teams, mm-hmm. playoff bound, Chiefs, Vikings, and Packers. Okay. Right? Yeah. I don't have a ton of confidence in two of them, but with no, Aaron I don't Rogers, think they're going to get through that, the first weekend. I'm with you. That run through three consecutive victories, yeah, maybe, and mm-hmm. what five in a row? Then it'd be at that point. It would be, yeah, sure. The Packers, when they got to the Super Bowl with Rodgers, mm-hmm. they were a wild card team. I that believe year? they were. Yeah, yeah. All right, we see this a lot more than we did. Yeah, at least do. for me growing up. Yeah, no, we absolutely do. The 80s and 90s, it was. Top sixteen, Denver's well, five first, for a while. And then Denver's first uh, Super Bowl, nineteen ninety Super Bowl, 31, 31, 32. 32. They were a wild card. They had to go on the road and win. Beat beat the Chiefs. Beat the Steelers. Pretty good. Pretty good. And we see it a lot. Yeah. Anymore. So uh, yeah, maybe hopeful, fun, playoff football. I'm all it's for good it. Thing. Uh, we're going to get a couple of things with Andrew Logue. Uh, some signings. Uh, your twin signed Michael Pineda, who yeah. is the walking wounded. But Trent, here's what I'll say about him. Um, boy, when he's good. And when he's healthy, and unfortunately he seldom is, <laughs> yes. he's going to miss the entire season. Tommy uh, John surgery. Tommy John surgery in July of last year. So they signed Pineda with 2019 in mind. But this six foot seven behemoth, and I watch him pitch a lot with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. He can bring it. I mean, he struck yeah. out 16 guys in one game. I mean, he's had the, he's got that type of stuff. But unfortunately, he's been a shoulder. It's been Tommy John. There's been so many things that have prevented him. From you know joining that group of pitchers that um, you know at the top of the game, but for a flyer like this, ten million dollars, which in baseball over two mm-hmm. years is peanuts, yeah. it's worth the flyer. No, I think it is two it's million this year and eight million next year, which the, is why the contract they're was, building for twenty nineteen. I, I know last year you get to the wild card game, the excitement. They're building for twenty nineteen, and that's why I don't still see them going out and getting you Darvish. I don't see them. Well, he's coming too. Bank. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're going to. There's competition for you, Darvish. I think they're going to find a mid-level guy. I know there's a lot of talk in the Twin Cities trading Miguel Sano. That continues to really? be a big conversation piece for a guy like a Chris Archer. You know, a, a, yeah. an upper echelon starting pitcher, mm-hmm. and uh, you have enough offense. You still need starting pitching. You know, doing something like that. We'll see. 
Uh, another name, in fact, that came up yesterday, uh, Garrett Cole. Oh, the Pirates. The Pirates. I love Cole. But Sano for Cole, do you do that? Cole wasn't very good last year. No, he's got great you, stuff. But you know he's very good. He's very good when he pitches at Wrigley. Now, yes, if he's he a twin, yeah. he won't get that opportunity very often. Once but every boy, when he goes into years. Wrigley Field, he is a dominant, dominant pitcher. Uh, Andrew Logue will join us next. Uh, we'll uh, bounce around a couple of things with Andrew. He's Royals fans, Chiefs. I want to ask him about the sports story of the year because it's getting to that time of year, Trent, where you um, you know spend a little bit of time. The biggest sports story of 2017 in the state of Iowa. I, I mean... It's pretty simple, isn't it? There's there's not a lot of debate unless I'm completely missing something. Sports story of the year. I, it's, I think it's the story of the year. I mean, there weren't a lot of stories of the year in 2017 in our fine state. The upsets of the O's, Oklahoma and Ohio State. It's clearly on the list, yeah. yeah. But Iowa State football That's in general. That's the story yeah. for me. When you kind of big picture view it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the game of the year, I'm with you, I think, was Iowa-Ohio State because Ohio State was such a big favorite. Uh, but Oklahoma the, was a huge favorite in that true, game. Uh, true. Game was on the road, but I think game Al of the Kemp year in our start. state, it's, it's all Splitting part and hairs, I think, between those two. Yeah. Well, good, sure. Yeah. And we'll do that. Sports story of the year, though. Iowa State football. I mean, Dowling Catholic won another football title. One for the thumb. One for the thumb. But it's five in a row. It's right? kind of ho-hum now. Drake blew out a basketball coach and an AD. Mm-hmm. It's Drake. Iowa. Kind of had a nondescript year. Outside of the Ohio State game, kind of blah. Basketball, NIT, Iowa State gets beat by Purdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there just isn't, isn't a whole lot there. It was, it was. 2017 wasn't the best as far yeah. as debate at all. I think it's the biggest story of the year was the reemergence if you can call it that, because they, I guess, technically can, because they've emerged before. But the um, the turnaround, better way to there put it, go. Iowa State football. Andrew Logue is next. We're a little bit late. We'll get to Andrew right on the other side of this break. Bill Bender coming up. Sporting news. Uh, Scott Dockerman is also here in the program. Forgot to mention Doc. He checks in at one forty. Trent and I are here from noon to two every Monday through Friday, talking local sports with you on seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games afternoons. On the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Hello from all of us at Susan G. Komen, Greater Iowa. My name is Stephanie, and I am the new Marketing and Development Director located right here in our West Des Moines office location. We want to send out a huge thank you to each and every one of you who have supported Komen throughout 2017 with your participation in our events, fundraising efforts, and volunteerism. Without you, we cannot realize a world without breast cancer. On behalf of all of us at Komen Greater Iowa, we wish you happy holidays and hope to see you all on February 10th at the 5th Annual Pink in the Rink hosted by the Iowa Wild. Visit our website at comangreateriowa.org to purchase your tickets today. 
When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable tow. The premier college basketball event in the Midwest, the High V Classic, returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m., followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3.30. Tickets are available now at highvtix.com, the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling 844-55-High V. Since 1920, Fulton and Hay has been the industry leader as a supplier to the food service industry. Everyone can cook like the pros with the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Let their experts help you select the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils to meet your needs. Bring out your inner chef with one of their monthly cooking classes. Visit their showroom, exit I-235 at East Euclid, 2701 Delaware, or visit their website at boltonhay.com. They can really make you cook. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. The ALS Association is the only national nonprofit health organization dedicated solely to the fight against ALS. It covers research, care services, public education, and advocacy, and providing help and hope with those facing the disease. Our vision is to create a world without ALS, and our chapter serves this vision by raising funds to provide local care services and quality of life to Iowans living with ALS. All of us at the ALS Association Iowa chapter would like to thank our donors, sponsors, and supporters for their generosity. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conner and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Still to come this hour, Bill Bender, the sporting news. Uh, We'll get uh, into the the, uh, bowl season, which is upon us. Right now, Andrew Logue, formerly the Des Moines Register. Love having him on, picking his sports mind. So we go around the world of sports. Uh, Andrew, uh, Trent and Ken, uh, compliments of the season. How are you, Andrew Logue? Hey, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you, Ken and Trent. Absolutely. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, let's uh, let's start with baseball. Um, and I do want to get to the Drake. Uh, we've got Coach Medved coming on and just uh, get to pick your brain and see what you're seeing on the, I don't know, maybe the reemergence of Drake basketball, at least to this point. But uh, let's start. Uh, let's start to the south of us with the Royals. We went into this week feeling somewhat uh, melancholy for the Royals fans out there that they experienced those two terrific years, knowing that the uh, yeah, that the the bill was going to come due at some point, and that some point has arrived. Uh, the team looks as though it's going to break up. What are you hearing? Is there a chance Hosmer of the uh, of the three uh, most likely to come back? And how difficult is this to be a Royals fan this week? Um, I'm philosophical about it. You know, I did this. I'm the kind of guy who does this research and all, and. This is typical for small market teams. You build yourself a five-year window, and the Royals over the last five years averaged 86 wins a season. That's good. Um, to go to your point, you know, but you're right. The Bills do, you know, when Mike Moustakas hit his 37th home run and set a new club record that day, Hosmer in the clubhouse supposedly told all the younger players, this is the legacy we're leaving behind for you guys. That doesn't sound like a guy who planned on re-signing with the Royals. So I I don't suspect it. And I think Date Moore and everything he has said has been pretty upfront of his goal this offseason is to begin replenishing the farm system. They signed two players, ironically, uh, who had been signed by the Braves and the MLB stepped in and voided their contracts. They signed two players, one of them from a pitcher from Cuba. So they're they're beginning the process of re re uh Replenishing the farm system, and I think it's just a matter of now is can they get back again in, in four or five years with Salvador Perez on the roster and give themselves uh, one more run with Salvi. So the rebuild, uh, we, we've seen how the city has been revitalized down there, the attendance numbers uh, that they had. Is the fan base going to be ready for this, or are we going to go quickly right back to uh, July afternoon and there's 8,000 in the stands down at Kaufman? There's always a concern of that, but I think it's very important to, uh, in a sense, sell the message. You know, for years and years, it took them about eight years to be competitive under Date Moore, and it was the process. They need to redo it. And one of the things I thought they really messed up last year is suddenly they decided they were going to hit a lot of home runs, which they set a new club record, but they're never a team that is built that way, and the defense was shaky and such. I think they need to get more athletic and sell that, that we're going to be more athletic. We're going to put defensive teams. You know, here's the thing, Trent. The Royals have won four pennants in their history, and all four teams had two things in common. One, they were among the top five in stolen bases in the American League, all four pennant winning seasons, and had at least three gold glove fielders on their team. They've got to get back to that. You know, and no, not to uh, Jorge Soler, but I don't know if he fits that picture. (laughs) 
But no. they're going to have to do it. There is in that ballpark and with their financial limitations, there is a way to win. And Dave Moore needs to get back to that message, get back to his core principles. Well, speaking of a great defender, Sal Perez, one of the best in the sure game. Sure is. But Ned Yost yeah. is running him into the ground. Is there yeah. a market where this would be the offseason, trade him away before the guy completely break down? He's still relatively young, but you know what's got to happen at some point with the miles that are on those legs already, doesn't it? He is, and he's affordable. Here's the thing, though. Clubs are no longer giving away uh, multiple prospects, high-end prospects for that catcher to fill the void. If the Dodgers called right now and said, hey, we'll give you two of our top three prospects or something for Salford, you obviously listen, but clubs don't do that. Mm -hmm. And now you've got a five-time All-Star. I don't know if trading him for one prospect is a fair deal either, especially when you consider how beloved he is in Kansas City. And I think in that sense, and he's very affordable, he's not preventing a rebuild based on his salary, like maybe Soria, the really, you know, Jorge Soria or uh, Kelvin Herrera. So he's affordable to keep. And if you're going to bring in a bunch of young guys, maybe a veteran catcher isn't the worst thing to have to kind of, you know, help mm-hmm. groom a, a new pitching staff. He's the one guy I think you can both emotionally and practically make uh, a reason to keep. You know, Danny Duffy, I can't do that, but I can do that with Salvador Perez. And I do agree with both of you, though. Uh, that Yost is running this guy into the ground. He really is. He's caught so many innings over the last few years. And back back to Drake, as we mentioned, um, what's it going to take, or or is it even possible? You remember 2008, the run Mm -hmm. that they were on. Uh, Iowa and Iowa State were both having bad seasons. You and I was uh, in the same boat. Drake uh, caught lightning in a bottle and did so at the absolute perfect time. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to get back to that point, it seems as though the team's playing with a lot more passion. It seems like they're having fun. I watched that Monday, the game on Monday yeah. night against the Gophers. I couldn't turn it off. And I'm a football yeah. junkie, and I wanted to turn it off. I wanted a reason to. Um, what Does Metved seem to have at least the arrow pointing up at this point? And what's it going to take for Drake to, you know, to... to to reach, to to gravitate out, or to be welcomed, I guess, in this community as a as a sports entity. Well, going back, the thing I see with the new coaching staff is we always hear it in pro sports about a new voice, just somebody to say something different. And I think Ray Giacoletti, I'll still say, I think he was a good coach, and I think Mark Phelps was a good recruiter. But you can't keep selling. 12 and 18 seasons over and over. They, the kids, you know, these are great kids. They're really bright kids. They're going to see through some of that. There's a new voice now, and that has brought that. And and the way they're losing, they're still a 5-5 five and five team. They're still a 500 team. But there's, there's something about they feel they have a chance. And, you know, going back to your question about uh, the market and, and what was in there, you know, it sounds so simple. An 18-20 to 20 win team, which doesn't necessarily get you in the tournament, this this city would love it. Mm-hmm. This city would get behind it. The problem is there hasn't been enough of that 18, 19, every year, you know, they're going to make a little noise in the valley kind of thing. They don't have to be what Creighton was or Wichita, and to an extent, maybe not even quite what you and I is. But give fans a reason to follow that, you know, avoid that long drive to Iowa City or whatever, Go over to the Nap Center and know, hey, St. Louis would be kind of fun this year. That alone, that little hope year after year, I think would make Drake kind of uh, the team in, in Des Moines. What about keeping, like, the, somebody brought up LeClure from, from North, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Still a junior, very gifted. Um, 
I'm not sure where his grades are at, although I read a report in the, and the, I read the story in the register this week that he's really working on that. And I think the story said he's up to a 3.2. Good for him. Uh, mm-hmm. But but if you can keep a kid like that or keep some kids, you know, to convince kids not to not to leave the city of Des Moines and play here, how big of a, a shot in the arm would that be? Absolutely huge. And I am going back a ways now, but I remember Keno Davis and Tom Davis. They said the problem was they couldn't get the local kids to listen to them. That OA team had guys from Michigan and the Chicago suburbs and everything else. Bella. Because the, the Iowa kids, were, you know, they kind of chuckle a little bit when they'd show up. That would be huge. And here's another Drakeish example. When Drake football was at its best and kind of dominating the, the Pioneer League and doing it, think of how many suburban kids were on those teams. It was non-scholarship football, but it was local kids. Um so, yes, absolutely. That's the goal. That's the dream is to keep your kids in-house. It's just a hard sell when they look at that record year after year. So many talented guys here in the CIML, and, and to keep maybe the top one that isn't going to the next level up, mm-hmm. keep them at home, I think it would be a big, big thing. Hey, we'll let you go with this, Andrew. I know you're a big Chiefs fan. They get mm-hmm. the win against Oakland. Hope for the rest of the year. you down on the team. Where are you at with your Chiefs? I think they will face a rebuild similar to the Royals next season. I want them to win, but I not only think the Chargers will win Saturday, I think it might be kind of a beatdown. And my biggest fear really right now is that they'll play Patrick Mahomes and they'll be too good. You know, and then you have this false sense or over-expectations. I kind of want Alex Smith to finish up the year, and then I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I also think you fire Bob Sutton and rehaul the defense. Uh, you know, they spend 60% of their cap money on the defense, and that's not the production they're getting on the field. So I, I'm not very optimistic about Saturday, and I think you're going to have two Kansas City teams going through a bit of a rebuild in 2018. Mm, interesting. And just real quick, um, because I don't think it's going to take much thought in this, Andrew. What's the biggest sport? What was the biggest sports story of 2017 in the state of Iowa? The obvious one, and everyone's going to say, is Iowa State beating TCU and, and Oklahoma and all. You know the most intriguing to me, though, hmm. is the year that Gary Barta has gone through. Uh, he wow. settled the harassment suit yeah. in the spring. He's battling cancer now. And his deputy AD took over at Kansas State, and now he may have to do something with Bill Snyder, and he may be looking for a new basketball coach. I think Iowa, University of Iowa, athletic department, and Gary Barta – is subtly the most intriguing story of this past year. Interesting. I never even had it on my radar, but uh, I, I can see what the, why it was on yours. Andrew Logue, let's do this more often. All right, glad to. I appreciate it, and we'll be uh, in your caller ID or on text <laughs> messages. Thank you, Andrew Logue. All right, bye. Merry Christmas. Andrew Logue, uh, formerly Des Moines Register. I don't know why we don't have him on more often. He's, he's There's always something to talk about. Yeah, Absolutely. And, well, with the MVC maybe being a little more compelling this year, yeah, could be a good race. You and I in there, Drake, mm-hmm. find a way to win some games. Good talk. baseball mind, too, Andrew yeah. Logue. He really is. Sal Perez, I'd still trade him. I, Andrew brought up a lot of good points, having that veteran presence. I'm just waiting for the inevitable uh, knee surgery yeah. out for the year. So many innings, Trent. <sighs> He rides him so hard. Just and look at how day games up after he night is. games. Yes. Sal Perez batting third behind the plate. And the, you just said the magic words behind, behind the, the plate. Not playing first, not DHing. No, behind the plate again. Catching. What was it one one of those years? He had like 148 games caught. I think not that too was many two years, years ago. Back. Two yeah. or three years ago. 148. Crazy. And then they went through the playoffs, and they yeah. went through two playoff stretches. Mm-hmm.
It's a lot of all that extra baseball mm-hmm. in October. Mm-hmm. Um, that's there's a difference. April baseball, October yes, yes. baseball. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Bill Bender, Sporting News, joins us next. Uh, fix the bowl system, Bill Bender. He's going to try when we return. Uh, Coach Medved from Drake coming up at one twenty. Scott Dockerman land at ten at one forty. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday, noon to two, talking local sports with you on seventeen hundred KBGG. <laughs> First Light with Evan Henning every weekday from 8 to 9 a.m. on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Season's greetings and a big thank you to all the donors of Children and Families of Iowa. CFI provides valuable services to children and their families who are struggling with life's challenges, regardless of their financial situations. This holiday season, please consider making a charitable gift of your support to CFI. Your partnership in restoring hope will make a difference in the lives of individuals working and living in Iowa. Visit cfiowa.org for more information or to make a gift online. This is Trent Condon from 1700 KBGG. If you text and drive, you're just as dangerous as someone who is drunk at twice the legal limit. Make zero fatalities your goal and focus on the road. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere and fast attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal and the bartenders, well, they're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll, just west of 34. As a bee emoji, there's nothing I love more than a strong shot of nectar. But getting behind the wheel when you're buzzed? That makes me want to sting. Drive sober and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. It's Macy's one-day sale. Shop incredible deals of the day. Wednesday, like 60% off sweaters for him and for her. Take 50% off coats for him and packable styles for her. Save 40 to 75% on select fine jewelry. Eight-piece bed ensembles from Fairfield Square Collection. Just $29.99. And tools of the trade cookware. Only $9.99. Macy's one-day sale. The perfect gift brings people together. Savings off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply. Hear that? That's the sound of speechless. Like when you give her an unforgettable gift from Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. Whether it's one of the hundreds of new pieces in our collection, one of the exclusive pieces you can only find at Jared, or a custom piece we create just for you, Jared is the place to find the gift I love it. that takes her breath away. And that's why he went to Jared. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tie Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black tie. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Seventeen hundred KBGG. Been in this spot all college football season long, and we certainly appreciate Bill Bender from the Sporting News, SportingNews.com, uh, finding time for us to talk college football. He's always busy. He's written a whole ton of stuff. If you're in confidence pools, you want Bill's help. Uh, boy, he had an unbelievable run against the spread, uh, and he's going to help us fix the college bowl season uh, during our conversation. He's back with us, Bill Trenton. Ken, thanks for coming on, Bill Bender. How are you? Doing well, and I will give you the disclaimer. I was really bad last bowl season, so I'm Where hoping to be a little bit better. Yeah, it was it was rough. I, I remember it being pretty bad against the spread, but that that goes some of that goes to the unpredictability of the 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 entire bowl season in general with all 40 games. Yeah, there's no question about that. Well, Bill, you um, your piece I think was yesterday um, fixing college football's bowl season. You came up with five. If you were invited to some committee meeting, and you know, Bill, we, we don't have time for all five, but we'll give me your best one. What's the best, the easiest fix if there is something um, of your five that you put out there at SportingNews.com? I think the easiest one is to cut the number down, and they're not going to do that because of TV money. But if you want to increase interest, I think you have to make some scarcity. I mean, guys, there's 78 teams out of 130 make a bowl game, and I think that's too many. I don't think six and six teams should be in bowl games. And if that happened, then I think there'd be less of what I addressed in there is this guy sitting out the bowl games, which I tell people all along, 
it's the kids' decision, but we could make it easier for them if, if we made the bowl games more appealing. I, I'm with you. It's like, but like you said, though, it's time. It's, it's kind of tough to put the toothpaste back in that tube, right? I mean, ESPN is—they bought all of those bulls. They've snapped them up. They owned them. They want them out there. I, I'm with you, Bill. I mean, this is a—we have a four-pack, I think, on Saturday of the four games, and I'm a college football junkie. There's only one that really moves my needle, Bill. Yeah, and I think that's some of it. And I don't you know. I'm a group of five guy, and we talk about this yeah. all the time, but. I think one solution would be, you know, maybe four or five teams from the big conferences and then three from the smaller conferences. Make them want to get those, make those 15 bull practices matter. You know, uh, eight and four, seven and five, that, that eight and four is bull worthy. I don't think six and six is. So the matchups too, you know, there's teams that are interesting from the group of five, a Florida Atlantic. Mm-hmm. We don't get to see a very compelling matchup. They get what Akron, you know, it's South Florida. That might be the biggest point spread of the yeah, season. It is, by yeah, the way. yeah. twenty-one and a half. South Florida, very good team this year. Lost that exciting game at the end of Central Florida. They get Texas Tech. Could there be more done with these to create some more compelling matchups? And even if it is two group of fives going up against each other, let's get the best of the best mm-hmm. playing each other. I agree, and you know, I, I think that's part of it. And I also think, you know. I had a really long back and forth with some buddies about some of these issues yesterday. And one of them said at the end of the day, and Ken just kind of said it, you know, if it's between this and Hallmark channel, what are you going to watch? I'm watching the, I'm watching the cherry Bundy Boca Raton bowl. And I will, but I do understand that there are empty seats. The ratings are down and we need better matchups. I mean, to me, the danger is, you know, if you're a school like Iowa, the pinstripe bull's cool, but but it, you know, even at that point, I think that's about the line to me of of what should be a bull game. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, Bill. The um, it, it is it's Yankee Stadium. It, it moves my needle a little bit, but um, I chose to go to the Liberty Bowl to to, uh, to cover the Iowa State Bowl week, and their fan base is kind of the same way. They're they, you know they've been spoiled. They've been at the Rose Bowl. They're in Florida so much. New York's cold. New York's expensive. I don't think the pinstripe's going to have as many uh, uh, Hawkeye fans there as maybe we would think. I want to get your piece today, Bill, because I'm with you, uh, for ranking the potential college football playoff championships. I-, I don't care who's on the other side of the field f- from Oklahoma, but I want to see Baker Mayfield go up against a – well, we're, we're going to see him go up against a Georgia defense, but then should they survive that one, go up against Clemson or go up against Alabama and try and figure out those two defenses. This offensive juggernaut that is the Sooners, boy, potentially they've got two two incredibly tough teams against salty defenses waiting ahead. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm normally um, – you know, I put up a poll next to the article to see what – you know, Twitter thought was the best matchup. And I, I put, I think Oklahoma Alabama is the best potential matchup just because if you get Baker versus Bama, I think, you know, the country kind of has to pick a side there. Now on that pool, I had the, the most popular matchup was Georgia versus Alabama. I, I personally don't me. need to see a second SEC championship game. Yeah. I'm with you. I want to see Baker Mayfield make the title game. You're beloved down in the South though, Bill even with your upper Midwest uh, outpost up there. They love you down in SEC country, right? Well, well I do a lot of radio in Alabama, too. So, that helps. You that know, helps. maybe I'm getting paid off that way. But, no, I'm just saying I do think the, the best part of this playoff 
is that you can make a concerted case for all four teams that they can win it. I, I think all four teams actually can win it, and I don't think that's been the case every single season of the college football playoff. Bill, uh, speaking of the South, this is a very Southern-based year. You got the two from the SEC, Clemson, Southern School, even Oklahoma, maybe more considered Southwest. But regardless, you know, here in Big Ten territory where you're from, how is this going to play? Are we going to see numbers down maybe a little more than anticipated because you're only hitting one region of the country? I think the most watched New Year's Day Six Bowl up here will be, obviously, I think even in the entire Big Ten country, will probably be Ohio State and uh, USC. Because yeah. they, they, you know, a lot of people be interested in that, and that's kind of like the next best thing to the playoff, given that matchup. Now, and I bet enough people tune into Michigan and South Carolina on New Year's Day because it's horrible. And mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, I don't, I don't have long term concerns about the Big Ten. The one thing I'm a little worried about is the imbalance between the divisions is going to continue to pop up because it's hard to go through that Big Ten East, and now. Yeah. With Scott Frost coming to Nebraska, I think that adds another wrinkle because I'd give it two to three years. I think they're going to be competing for the championship in the division. I'm with you. I think he's a terrific coach. I thought it was a great hire. And you know what, Bill? Honestly, and you don't see much of this, um, Scott Frost is going to coach a Central Florida team. The kids want that. I watched Danny White's press conference yesterday. I think it was about eight or nine minutes, and it was just one Scott Frost question after another. I, it's just rare that as busy as he is trying to, you know, recruit to his new school, that he didn't turn his back entirely on the kids that uh, he got to, uh, that he led to the, you know, historical season that Central Florida picked together. That's rare, Bill. I love it. I love that he did it. I think that it shows that he wants to finish the commitment to those kids. I honestly wish more coaches would do that because, you know, there's a lot of talk. Of, I, I, if it was more like the NFL in terms of, like, the Giants aren't hiring a head coach tomorrow. They can't. And I wish there was more of that in college football. I get that the early signing period gets in the way of that, but I, I do like the fact that he's finishing the game, and I think that speaks to his character as a coach. Some group of five players, although they might not like it, they have to understand that. The guy's going to move up, and um, it just shows that he, he's willing to finish that game. I think it's a good thing. Bill Bender with the sporting news. Hey, you mentioned the Iowa Bowl game out at the Pinstripe Bowl. Difficult. I, I haven't been able to get a good read. I'm sure you haven't thought a ton about it here. What do you know about BC? We know they got a big running back. They they played well at times this year, especially towards the end of the season. Can Iowa finally get off this bullshit night? And does it matter? You know, when you're taking a look at the Big Ten next year, does a Pinstripe Bowl victory over BC do anything in your mind for the Hawkeyes going into 2018? I mean, they, they they get the extra practices. They can get a win and get some momentum from it. I mean, it, and you never know what you can point to as terms of motivation. I do. I will say this: for that bulls are meaningless crowd, right? If the Big Ten goes out and goes one and eight or whatever in the bowl games, it will go against the conference's perception. So I have a hard time believing these things are meaningless when that's one of the first things you point to on conference perception is their bull record so and their non-conference game record. So, yeah, it's very important for the Big Ten to do well. I honestly think that 3-7 and seven bull record last year played at least a little bit in the role of Ohio State being left out of the playoff. Hmm. Interesting. Bill Bender, Sporting News. Bill, my last thing for you, and it kind of, it's kind of selfish in a roundabout way as a fan of a, an NFL team that really needs a quarterback, Denver Broncos. <laughs> um, 
Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen both have decisions to make. They're both at the top of the quarterback list should they both make those decisions. What are they going to do, Bill? Who's more likely? Are they both likely to go? Is Darnold going to go? Rosen going to go? Neither one of them because we've heard that. I mean, Rosen says now he's not uh, entirely convinced that he's played his last game at UCLA. Talk to about those two quarterbacks. What's going to happen? I think Darnold Rosen, Lamar Jackson, and Baker Mayfield are, are, is who we're going to talk about from February till the draft. Because I don't think all four are going to be there. You think they will? And Yeah, I think all four will go to the pro. Well, Baker, obviously, but the other three. And I like Darnold the best of the bunch. And I think it's not by much, though. I really like Baker Mayfield. I, I think he's a playmaker. His antics are going to get just blown way out of proportion over the next few months. But if you're you're asking the choice between Darnold and Rosen, kind of like Darnold at Denver, if that's the direction you want to go, because I think he can learn a lot from John Elway. He certainly has the arm and and mobility that is a little bit better than he's given credit for. We shall see. Great stuff, Bill Bender. Let's uh, let's do this one more time before the bull season is uh, in in full swing, which is you know a week from today. If we can uh, grab you, that'd be great. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it as always. Anytime, guys. Thanks so much. Thank Appreciate you. it. Bill Bender, Sporting News, talking college football. You like any of those courts? You Are you sold on Baker Mayfield at the next level? Uh, I, I was when it was before the year. You know, you get him in the fifth, sixth round. I'm like, yeah, take a shot. Yeah. First round? Yeah. Uh, makes me a little more nervous. Right. I kind of like Rosen. Do you? Yeah, I do. I like watching him chuck the football around. Does he, you know, you know who he reminds me of? Who? Guy that we both know very well from the NFL, Jay Ooh. Cutler. Does he? Million-dollar well, that, arm. That's why I like him, then. <laughs> Million-dollar arm. Yeah, yeah. little mouthy. P-brain. Never really elevating his team. It. Yeah, not a real team guy. Rosen. Interesting. Cutler. He's got a million-dollar arm. He no does. About it. Right, we'll take a time out. We'll be back with the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, Drake Coach. Uh, Nico Medved will be here. Scott Dockerman, Landa 10 will be here. We look forward to the 1 o'clock hour. It's right around the corner. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. 
The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is your local animal shelter. When you give to the ARL, you're providing much-needed care, shelter, and love to Iowa's animals who have nowhere else to turn. This holiday season, consider giving to animals who want nothing more than to find their forever home. The need is now. The need is local. Please donate today at givearl.org. That's givearl.org. Thank you. Since 1920, Fulton and Hay has been the industry leader as a supplier to the food service industry. Everyone can cook like the pros with the latest and greatest cooking supplies and accessories. Let their experts help you select the perfect kitchen equipment and utensils to meet your needs. Bring out your inner chef with one of their monthly cooking classes. Visit their showroom, exit I-235 at East Euclid, 2701 Delaware, or visit their website at boltonhay.com. They can really make you cook. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night, or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer, to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. This is Charles Osgood. Give your employees the power to do their best work and maximize your budget with Dell Small Business. Update the new Dell Business PCs with Intel Core Processors. Dell Small Business Advisors mean that you'll get the best deals and business solutions. Save up to $300 on select business PCs and servers from now till December 17th and get 